Everybody, welcome to another episode of Chair Shots to the Cranium. I am your host, Stephen Goforth. You are about to listen to an interview that I did with the one and only Mad Dog, Dan Sawyer. If you have not heard of Dan, you're about to. He is a very creative and successful individual in the world of professional wrestling. And uh, it was a pleasure to speak with him and had a lot of great stories to tell and uh, talk specifically about a huge independent wrestling company that's out there right now, Universal Championship Wrestling. So hope you enjoy this interview with Dan. Learn a little bit more about him and Universal Championship Wrestling and hear the great stories he had to tell. So thank you for tuning in. Before we jump into that interview, I'd like to remind all of you, follow us, Instagram, Twitter, share the number two cranium, share two cranium on Instagram and on Twitter, and also like us on Facebook. And subscribe to us, Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, all those major platforms where you can check us out. Also, go to our website, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. Again, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. You can listen to all past interviews I've done. If you've not listened to my most recent interviews, the one and only Kevin Sullivan, the Hall of Famer, Bullet Bob Armstrong, and just did an interview with WWE legend Tatanka. So those interviews, plus so many more on my website, go check it out. Greatly appreciate your support more than you can possibly imagine. I really appreciate all of you taking time out of your day to click that play button and listen to Cheer Shots to the Cranium. Do us a favor. Tell your family. Tell your friends about us. Support us. You help us grow that following list on, on social media and help us grow the number of subscribers that we have on all those platforms that I mentioned. Again, cannot thank you enough. So without further ado, let's jump right into the interview that I did with the one and only Mad Dog Dan Sawyer. My guest on Chair Shots to the Cranium has a tremendous amount of experience in professional wrestling. He has wrestled all over the country. He's had great success as a promoter and a booker, and he's currently involved with the red-hot independent company Universal Championship Wrestling. It's my pleasure to interview the brilliant and innovative Mad Dog Dan Sawyer. Dan, how are you today? Doing fantastic. I appreciate the intro. Opinions vary on some of that brilliant stuff, but uh, <laughs> I thank you very much. Well, listen, that's, that's fine kind of you, sir. Well, hey, listen, yeah, it's my pleasure. Looking to, I'm looking forward to this interview. Uh, we met sometime last year. You're a real cool cat, and uh, I told you we were going to try to do this now. The planets have aligned, and sure shots to the Korean. Mad Dog Dan Sawyer is here. And let's get to talking about Universal Championship Wrestling, if you want to, sir. Absolutely, man. Let's talk about it. So right now, currently, you're the play-by-play announcer for Universal Championship Wrestling, and you take on various other roles with the company as well. Tell us more about UCW and what fans can expect to see when they watch one of their shows. Okay. UCW, Universal Championship Wrestling, is what wrestling is about. You know, WCW closed its doors in, like, 2000. But UCW has risen from the ashes and bringing traditional wrestling back to what the people want to see. It's not just sports entertainment. It's wrestling, as we like to say. And it's good family entertainment. You're not going to worry about uh, any bad language or stuff like that. You can bring 
kids from three years old to 99-year-old grandma, which we have all that every time at UCW, no matter what venue we're in. If we're in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, you know you're going to get the top notch of professional wrestling, the best wrestling's past, present, and future. And uh, people's like, well, I hear all this hubbub, but how are you guys drawing? Well, let's just go back to uh, Athens, Alabama, uh, Athens, uh, Georgia at the Classic Center. And man, there were 1,500 people who paid to see a stockpile show. It was on Fight TV. You can get that. Go to the Fight TV app. But people paid. They were locked in from start bell to the finish bell of a main event with Carlito defeating Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. And, hey, we're just beginning, man. It, it's just the hype is there, but the proof is in the matches. You know, you can say you're going to do all these things. Hey, I'm going to win the lottery next week. And you go buy 10 tickets. Well, you might not win. But you know what? UCW is putting it all out there every time. And President Ronnie Gossett, he is an amazing man to work for. Anybody who says something bad is somebody who's not working for the company for whatever reason because they did something stupid. So, uh, you know, just come and buy a ticket as a fan, uh, as a professional wrestler, as a worker in the business. I would pay to come see a UCW show every time, and I think there's something to be said for that because there's a lot of uh, independent groups out there not pulling their weight in, in this day and time. No, I agree 100% with you on that. You know, If you had to say one thing that really excited you, 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 you listed a lot of different things there, and every one of those are totally valid, and Universal Championship Wrestling is legit. What is the one thing that you can say excites you the most about UCW that really wants you to be, it makes you want to be a part of that brand and really push that brand? They, they tell you what stars are going to be there, first and foremost. The card may be subject to change, but they always give what's on the poster. But there's always just a little bit more, and you've seen this. You know, how many times, like Joey Ryan made an appearance last time in Griffin. You know, no one expected him. He was not advertised. He shows up because he's hearing the buzz. It's not just about all these other companies. He was there in Georgia visiting friends or whatever, Super Bowl weekend, went to, you know, see the Young Bucks and Cody and all that kind of stuff. But he was there to be a part of the UCW main event, brought his blowfog, got in the ring with PJ Black, Kid Cash, you know, and uh, history just tells you, you can check that one out on Fight TV too. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. But uh, UCW always gives what they promise and more. I agree. Let's back up there for a second. You mentioned uh, Kid Cash against PJ Black. Who would have ever thought you'd have saw that match? Kid Cash, a veteran in the business. PJ Black working his way to that point as well. Still young in my opinion. And and, and for goodness sakes, if you watch Kid Cash, you'd you'd say he's still young as well because he could absolutely go. But those two guys in the ring together was a dream match to me. I thought I would never see that, and they put on one hell of a show and one hell of a match. I agree. Uh, Justin Gabriel is what he was known as in WWE. He's a guy that worked for his father down in South Africa. Uh, I didn't even know all that, but talking to the guy, he's a cool cat. You know, everybody knows him, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground. Well, he was in UCW two times. He was there at the Athens uh, Classic Center. And uh, he wrestled Wes Briscoe, who was the United States champion, and Kid Cash in a three-way. And we saw something in wrestling, a, a just a hard way, like a moonsault that split Wes Briscoe, second-generation superstars, his 
orbital right under his eye just made a huge mouse like in the Rocky movies. Right. And then PJ kicked him right in that eye and split it open. He had to have 10 stitches on the outside and like 12 on the inside. He's got a nice scar. He says he wants to come back because he wasn't actually pinned. You know, he um, Kid Cash actually pinned uh, PJ Black, Justin Gabriel, if you want to say, and became the new United States uh, champion. And he's going to put that belt on the line this coming Saturday night, April 6th, in Griffin, Georgia, at the Taylor Street Gym, taking on the uh, all-powerful Amun Tassan, the Egyptian prince. So, you know, he's a fighting champ. And uh, he said, you know, what happened to Wes was just, you know, another day at the office. And anybody who stepped in the ring with Kid Cash, whether it was for the belt or not, was going to get the same treatment. Yeah, that match you were, you were talking about in Athens, uh, unbelievable. That that triple threat for the United States title, it was phenomenal. If you want to go back and listen, there's, there's interviews that you can listen to on uh, Universal Championship Wrestling's website. It's ucwtv.com. It's an interview that I did with PJ Black. It's an interview that I did with Kid Cash. Learn a little bit more about them. If you're a wrestling fan listening and haven't uh, been keeping up with either of those two guys recently, go listen to that interview. They'll tell you all about their career, tell you all about what's going on with them now and especially tell you about Universal Championship Wrestling. You mentioned the April 6th show. It's going on in Griffin, Georgia, uh, this coming Saturday, WrestleMania weekend, Taylor Street Gym, Griffin, Georgia. Talk to me a little bit about that show. You know, anybody can get that network and watch that show uh, anytime they want, pause, rewind it. But if you want live, in-your-face, professional wrestling, Universal Championship Wrestling, is doing it this Saturday night, April 6th, in Griffin, Georgia. But the key is... It's live, in-your-face, professional wrestling action. No need to go to New York. Who can independently just leave their job for a week and go to WrestleCon and do all this fan fest and all that stuff? When you're going to have a lineup of superstars, legends, if you will, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff's going to be there, uh, one half the Killer Bees, B. Brian Blair, uh, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. Oh, my gosh. A guy who's wrestled all over the world, been a part with the, some of the biggest, hottest things that's ever happened in professional wrestling. He's going to be there, but what a list of matches going on this Saturday night, April 6th. We're talking about the Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts hasn't happened in a long time, but UCW's got the guts to make it happen this Saturday night. Lots of championships on the line, not just for UCW, but superstars from all over the world. Uh, heck, global championship wrestling, GCW, heavyweight champion, six foot nine, three hundred pound, Rogan Creed's going to be taking on Alan Funk of WCW. And I don't know if anyone's seen Alan Funk in a while. Some people think, oh, he was Kiwi, he was this, he was that. Well, this dude is jacked. He is yoked like nobody's business. <laughs> and with that strength and size, he has an attitude, man. He can peel paint. The last time he was there, he about started a riot in uh, Griffin, Georgia. I think he took on the cat. Uh, Ernest Miller, and uh, wow, that was that was just wild. You know, Alan Funk. You know, I, he's got his head shaved, he's got a goatee, but man, he is a chiseled individual. And come and watch him. You're not gonna like him. You're not gonna like him. I can promise <laughs> you that. But uh, yeah, he's taking on that big six foot nine, three hundred pound Logan Creed for the GCW Heavyweight Championship. Just one of the many championship matches that's going to be going on this Saturday night, April sixth, over in Griffin, Georgia. Yeah, no matter where you are, if you got to take a plane ride, you got to take a train ride, you got to take a bus ride, jump in the car, do a carpool, do a road trip with your friends and family, come to Griffin, Georgia this Saturday, April the 6th, 
you will not be disappointed. It is, like I said, one of the uh, most popular. It's a red-hot independent wrestling company out there, and I can promise you you're going to get your money's worth, if not more. Absolutely, and it's going to happen this Saturday night. You know, it's, it's funny. I was talking to the office. You know, Eventbrite, you can get your tickets. But, you know, tickets are available at the door. A lot of people don't like to use the credit card. They don't like to use the debit card. They don't trust uh, the, the world today. That's fine. Bring cash. Bring your debit card. Come down. Buy your tickets. It's a show for everybody. It's an affordable show. There's all kinds of ticket packages. There's also a VIP package. You want to get there early. You want to come in and you want to meet and greet the superstars of UCW Battle of the Belt. Come down and meet all these guys. It's not like a WWE show where you don't get to just talk to them or anything. You see them in the ring and it's it. No, you can get your picture made. You can get an autograph. You can get it personalized. It, it's just it's just a great experience all the way around, and I really enjoy being a part of UCW, and, uh, you know, it's it's just a great thing. Don't don't miss out on this opportunity to see great live professional wrestling. Well, as I mentioned earlier, you do the play-by-play, and again, you can check that out on Fight TV uh, for Universal Championship Wrestling. There, to me, there is an art behind play-by-play calling. Uh, who motivated you? Who inspired you? And where did you learn this expertise? <laughs> well, I graduated from college from University of Alabama in Birmingham, and I did a mass communication with a minor in psychology, which works perfectly with professional I have no doubt about child, it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but as a child, I loved, I grew up with Continental Championship Wrestling, listening to Gordon Sully, the dean of professional wrestling, and he would call it by himself, Every week, you know, whether he at the live events, you know, he would do the thing and do the commentary. And he's one of the main things that inspired me to do commentary. I never thought that, uh, you know, I've been in the business 30 years in June as a worker and 20 of that as a promoter. But I never thought I'd be doing commentary. But in uh, GCW, I was a commentator for a while. But I've always been impressed with Jim Ross and Gordon Soley, uh, Scott Hudson. You know, there, there's just been some really good commentators. A lot of times on Raw and SmackDown, they don't commentate and say the moves. And uh, that's uh, that's something that's a kind of a lost art. And I was I was extra talent in January this year in 2019 for SmackDown and Raw up in Memphis and in Birmingham. And I, I watched those guys like Michael Cole and Corey Graves, and they do a great job, but they don't tell the fans what the moves are. And I don't know... If they just don't want to concentrate on that or what. But I love that as a kid being seven and eight years old and listening to the song. He said, ah, vertical souffle. You know, he always called the souffle, but, you know, and he'd always say crips and mask when they'd somebody get busted open. And yeah. that's a good thing about UCW. It's not like ECW hardcore, but, hey, you got the barbarian, one half of the powers of pain. He's the current UCW hardcore champion. And he's taking on Damian Legion this Saturday night. Woo! It, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fiery. It, you know, those guys are gonna hit each other with everything, with the kitchen sink, some garbage cans, kendo sticks, the pans. To you know, he may even clear out the front row, and you get really up close and personal past that barricade. I don't know, but the barbarian he still looks as good as he did, you know, 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. He's, big, he's strong, you know, Tongan, and uh, those are some of the greatest in the world if they're on if they like you they like you if they don't 
they're like, you're in trouble. Damien Legion, you found out just a small taste, a little appetizer of what could happen in Athens, Georgia, back, um, you know, not too long ago, Clash of the Champions, or golly, I can't remember the name of the, the pay-per-view we did for fight. But uh, anyway, Damien Legion, <laughs> you just got a little appetizer of what the Barbarian's capable to do. Yeah, Clash of Champions, that was it. You had it right. Clash of Champions. Okay, good. Yeah, great Don't show. Don't want to get fired, no, you hit it on the head. No, that was a, a, an outstanding uh, hardcore match, and you know, and I'm thinking, you know, can the barbarian still go? Does he still have it? And man, oh man, he put a he 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 just completely got rid of any doubt that anybody would have ever had about him when he got in that ring, and he put on a show, and he is phenomenal. And that match he had with Damian Legion was just outstanding. Great hardcore match. Cannot wait to see the sequel to that. Well, I tell you, Barb, one time at Griffin, Georgia, Barb was back there, and he goes, hey, brother, you come spot me. I said, sure, sure, sure. He goes, only help me lift. He put 405 on there and repped it like six times. I'm not working you one iota. Wow. The guy is still strong, a lot stronger than some 25-year-old guys now that's taking every vitamin under the sun. You can't touch that natural tendon strength of the, the Samoans and the Tongans because they can rip you apart with their hands. Everybody's heard about Haku ripping their eye out back in Japan and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just like you, you don't understand what a, a real tough guy looks like. And if you don't, just come see the Barbarian. <laughs> well, listen, you've had some in-ring success and in-ring experience yourself for many, many years. Uh, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Well, I tell you, I had a dentist appointment back when I was 14 years old and didn't have to go back to school that day. And my mom went to uh, get her hair done, and she left me, and I went into a gym called Wallace Super Gym from Birmingham. And uh, I walk in, and all these WCW guys were there. Paul Orndorff was there, the junkyard dog. And, you know, they hear people say, hey, I want to be a wrestler. I get it all the time from people. It's like, I love the wrestler. But see, there weren't schools really then. So what I did, the only person that gave me the time of day Sylvester Ritter, JYD, God rest his soul. Uh, he gave me a card that said, if the price is right, I'll be there tonight. And it had his name and whatever. And he was working WCW and he was still teaching uh, in a uh, industrial school and all that kind of stuff. Very educated man himself. You know, played for the Packers for a little bit. Uh, just a really good man. And I, I really enjoyed learning from him. And that's how I got in. But as you go in in your career being a journeyman, uh, you, you pick up stuff from everybody. Bullet Bob Armstrong, very instrumental. I've wrestled him 200 times probably. Wow. Learned something every time that I got in the ring with him. I've uh, done the seminars. Dutch Mantel, he came in and worked for me some. Uh, the Midnight Express, Dennis Condry, Bobby Eaton. Um, you can, it's like continued education. I tell guys all the time, he goes, oh, I'm going to this... Uh, training seminars, so-and-so. I said, well, who's running it? And if they're charging some large amount of money, you got to have somebody with some name like Kevin Sullivan or Jerry Lynn, Tracy, some other, somebody who's going to enhance your knowledge, not just do a bunch of warm-ups and stuff like that and show you the basics. That's important. But there's things that you need to learn about being on the road and how to protect yourself. Uh, it's kind of a lost art on hooking and shooting and just take care of it. You know, back in the day, people tried to, they didn't want young guys coming in and uh, taking their spot, so they would do things to them. 
So you got to learn how to take care of yourself in the ring, in and out. And, you know, I sometimes worry about the softness of some of the guys coming up now. They're more concerned with playing a uh, PlayStation game and a Nintendo whatever, 360, yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm not <laughs> up on it, so please forgive me yeah, for me that. Either. But, you, you know, you gotta you got to hone your craft. you got to work out. you got to tan. You've got to train. You've got to continue learning stuff about this business. The moment you think you know it all and you've got to go out there and do something, you're going to get hurt. Uh, you got to stay active. Guys that just wrestle on the weekend, uh, good for you. But you've got to train every day to be the athlete it takes to be in this business. you got to be tough. you got to eat right. And you're, you're, you can't, everybody can't wear t-shirts and stuff like that to cover up your physique. If you're fat, look at Dusty. Dusty never had a physique. Dusty Rhodes, American Dream, one of the greatest performers of all time with charisma and in-ring ability. He could go for an hour with Flair, he'll tell you. Um, you know, you just got to hone your craft, pull the people in, invest them, and come in to pay a ticket. Because there's a lot of things to do this day and time. If people want to see wrestling, they can watch it on YouTube. They can watch it on Fight TV. They can watch it on whatever. But if they're coming live, spending their hard-earned money, bringing their whole family for a night of entertainment, which is less than going to the movies and buying popcorn, for goodness sakes, because everybody knows that <laughs> you, you may have to spend the $150, $200 to go to the movies this day and time, get popcorn for the kids and whatever. So, you know, there's always a concession stand that's always, you know, affordable. But you're getting the best in pro wrestling, and it's live. I mean, like, it, there's something for everybody. Like, we got this week, we got Amber O'Neill. She's going to be taking on Danny Farrar. You know, beautiful ladies. You know, dads, if you're listening to this, if you don't care about any of the guys that are on the show, that's one thing. Come and look at these beautiful ladies that can actually wrestle. Uh, Danny Ferreira is a um, protege of Kid Cash, and she's been in the business for two or three years but come watch Amber O'Neill who's a star on WOW the ladies wrestling and she's been in the business a long time and they're both very easy on the eyes guys I'm a happily married man but hey I like to see girls you know try to rip each other's heads off in the ring and then look beautiful doing it well another another expertise you bring to the table is uh, the fact that you're a promoter and and you you book shows I don't think fans truly understand the hard work that goes into promoting and branding a company such as Universal Championship Wrestling. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, you got to get out there and you got to hustle. You got to get the posters out. You got to do the social media. You got to press the flesh. Uh, every time I'm talking to Ronnie Gossett, he's he's out every day pushing a show. But, you know, not just April the 6th. He's got April 27th in uh, Sonoya, Georgia. And they're coming up in May. Man, I can't even tell you so the stars that have been signed for that deal. I know there's a poster out there, but there's a little surprise coming. If you want to find out what it is, come down this Saturday night, April 6th. One of the biggest stars of professional wrestling today, still active, former WWE, but he has never been to Georgia, and he's never been to South Carolina, but he's going to be there in that March show coming up, uh, yeah, up in South Carolina. So you got to check that out. But, yeah, he's you got to get out and you gotta you got to push the posters. Uh, guys should be spreading it on social media, too. It's not just the promoter's job. Well, I agree. I agree 100% on that is, one. He's providing an opportunity for you to hone your craft and get paid to do it. 
But part of your job, if you're on social media talking about your goldfish dying, that's good and great, and I hate you had that loss. But you need to be talking about what you're going to be doing this weekend and two weekends from now and a month from now. Push every show because, you know, you're not guaranteed, uh, you know, another bump in this in this business or another day on this earth. You've got to take, you know, you gotta you got to put it to work. you you got to, that's part of it. If you're on social media, you need to be pushing your shows because if you do not push yourself and show where you're going to be working and you don't push the company that you're working for, you're not going to make it in this business. And, uh, you know, you can never, there should never be a dull moment except when you're sleeping. But when you refresh your body, you got to get up the next day and go do it all over again. And sometimes I think some of the boys don't realize how hard it is to be a promoter and have a successful promotion. It's one thing to run a show do a spot show every three months, whatever. But when you're putting TV out there and you're bringing guys in like Kevin Sullivan and you got the office that's going on with UCW right now, Ronnie Gossett, the president, is pushing the heck out of every event. He's giving you a place to come and get paid and get paid well to do your job. And so you should show appreciation by pushing the show to get people to see you. Because if you don't get people out there this business will die. And that's what's happened over the last few years. Ever since WCW closed, there's really not been a big competitor or whatever. And I'm a, I'm a fan of AEW. I'm excited about that. They don't have a TV deal yet. But we do. <laughs> so come out and check out UCW. you got to see what it's about. If you haven't been there yet, if you love wrestling and you live within 500 miles of Griffin, Georgia, you will get in the car, bring the family, and come and enjoy what wrestling is supposed to be about. Yeah, promoting, like you mentioned, Ron does a fantastic job of that. Not only does he utilize, of course, social media uh, and the website, but what impresses me about his hard work and what he does is the door-to-door, the posters, the old-school way of promoting a wrestling show, or any show for that matter, could be a rock show, uh, is the posters around town and, and, and shaking hands and forming connections with people in the community that's what I love about what he does to further the brand of Universal Championship Wrestling. I agree with you 100%. And until somebody wants to get out there and do that, they're not really going to be successful. You can be successful once, you know. Uh, even the blind squirrel finds in that every now and then. <laughs> but to do it and come back, you know, one of the first shows at Griffin, Georgia, the one I met you on, we had Jack Swagger, over 700 people there. Yeah. Uh, I think this show is going to top that because of the legends we have will be Brian Booker, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, uh, Kevin Sullivan. But what I forgot to mention, who's actually going to be in action, is Tatanka, former WWE superstar just seen on Royal Rumble just a year or so ago, taking on uh, Nature Boy Paul Lee. You know, he, he, <laughs> he can irritate people uh, to the utmost and get heat on an ice cube. People just do not <laughs> like Nature Boy Paul Lee. And uh, Tatanka is going to be there, and uh, I heard an interview where he said he may scalp the Nature Boy Paulie and take his golden locks. So uh, <laughs> mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, it, it could be very interesting. But um, former WWE superstar Carlito, the new ECW Heavyweight Champion, coming off that victory over Scott Steiner from over in Athens, Georgia, is going to be there this Saturday night, April sixth. He's taking on the Freak Rob Terry, known from TNA and some WCW stuff, but what a huge, massive individual. Uh, when I was a young kid, um, well, not a kid, but I met 
uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. They did the opening of Planet Hollywood in Nashville, and Van Damme and Bruce Willis and Stallone were all there. And I always thought Arnold was like six six or something like that. He's about six foot tall. But uh, Rob Carey is as big as Arnold was in the '78 Mr. Olympia, and he's well six three, six four. And Carlito's going to have his hands full with a big muscle-bound guy. I know he's wrestled a lot of guys in his career, and his dad running Puerto Rico, Carlos Colon Sr. And, uh, you know, Carlito will be ready for the battle, but what a main event that's going to be with Carlito versus the freak, Rob Terry. Oh, that's going to be an awesome match. Uh, let me back up there for a second, because you mentioned, uh, you're talking about legends, you, meant, you mentioned the name of a legend that's... Uh, uh, above all else, in my opinion, and that's uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. You worked closely with Dusty Rhodes in the past. Do you have any good Dusty stories you can tell us? Uh, good Dusty stories. Um, yeah, worked for him in Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling back around the 2000 time period, but I got an opportunity to uh, book the Dream in 2003 in Battle Auditorium for GCW. It was the Bama Bash. And uh, it was him and Rick Steiner versus me and my partner, the Night Prowl, and we had a tag match with those guys. And leading up to the event, there's a guy named uh, Paul Feinbaum. He's got his own talk show that was here from him. He's naturally syndicated now uh, on ESPN and got his own thing going. But oh, yeah. uh, had an interview with Dusty, and, you know, I was uh, the, the bad guy, the heel, and I was talking, and I ran through some accolades and whatever. And I was waiting for the rebuttal of the dream, and he went, <laughs> and I, I was like, this is no laughing matter or whatever. And Dusty goes, Paul Farrell, did Mad Dog have a script in front of him? That was pretty impressive, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes into a story about, I just got off the road with Willie Nelson. We were on his best. Lauren McCall was there and all this stuff. And I was like, how much of that did you have, Dust? Uh, to talk about Lauren McCall, people don't even know you're talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he ended up putting me in my place, and uh, we had a great match there. And uh, I had Rick Steiner. He actually turned his back on Dust, and uh, I got the pin on Dusty. And we were supposed to do a cage match, and he went back to working for WWE, and uh, it was it was good. And just what a giving, hardworking guy that is willing to share knowledge. On that same show, I had Terry Funk versus Raven, and just being there with Terry Funk and Raven and and Dusty and all these guys, it was just quite an amazing deal. But just how they were willing to share knowledge of road stories and what they thought was good and what they thought would work, and they were 100% right. You know, just no one really wants to give anymore, and Dusty was one of those guys that always did. It wasn't just to come in and get paid. Uh, you know, put on the boots and then leave right after. He was actually willing to sit and talk with guys and everybody, from the youngest, greenest guy on the card to the most over guy. He was there to uh, enhance your show, and that's just something you don't see a whole lot of anymore. But, uh, you know, UCW's got it going on, man. That That's the place to be, to come see action, be a part of it. Uh you know, there's a lot of legends. Like I said, it's the best of wrestling's past, present, and future. And, you know, you're getting something for everybody. You know, from the ladies' match to the hardcore match to the tag team championship coming up with Battle of the Belts. You got the UCW new tag champions. Talking about the Lodi Tick Boy, known for the Ravens Flock and WCW. 
taking on Jeff Lewis Neal and Michael Youngblood, the Native American Indian, and that's going to be a great match. But it was great to see Sick Boy back in Athens, Georgia, a part of UCW. Nobody even had heard of him in forever. He comes back. He's jacked. He's got a beard. He's looking like he could be one of the jacked versions of the Doug Dynasty family, the Robertsons. <laughs> and uh, him and Lodi walked away with the tag belts, being the beating the Samoan savages. And, uh, you know, just another great group of guys, you know, coming from a, the Samoan dynasty. And uh, they lost the belts that night to uh, Sick Boy and Lodi, and this is the first title defense they've had. And like I said, it's coming up this Saturday, April 6th, part of the Battle of the Belts. You want to make sure you come check out Sick Boy and Lodi, the new tag team champions of UCW. And uh, just so much going on, and, you know, it, it's a building card as it goes, but there are no slackers on this show. you got young talent, the Jungle Kings. I don't know if you've ever seen them before. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they're very that. impressive, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Very impressive, quick-moving guys. And, uh, you know, they're they're taking on uh, Nathan Cross and Doug, uh, I can't think of his partner's name, but Nathan Cross is coming in and New Age Villains or something they call himself. And that is just one of the younger guys that are hungry that want to be a part of something huge. And uh, if you want to be a part and you want to be looked at, by the booking committee and all the, the guys, the president, Ronnie Gossett and Kevin Sullivan and myself, uh, I, I take a look. I'm kind of talent relations, too. Uh, I sit there and listen to what the board of directors thinks is the, the direction to go in in UCW, as well as doing the color commentary. And there's a lot of guys that really want to be a part of this. I know that Mr. Gossett gets still gets tapes, DVDs of people who are like, hey, I want to be a part of this. I heard this is the place to be. And uh, there's a way to present yourself. And a lot of that is coming in person, buying a ticket, and getting that DVD or that video, if you're still doing VHS, getting that copy of your match to get looked at to be a part of something like Universal Championship Wrestling Battle of the Belts. And that's the way you do it. It's networking. You're not too good to go and buy a ticket and hang around and make sure somebody gets your DVD and know who you are, but you show up, you present yourself professionally, how you dress, don't come with holy jeans and grease all over your shirt, you want to look professional. You don't have to wear a tie, but show up and show that, you know, the moniker out front, the, the marquee says professional wrestling. Well, you got to look professional to be a part of something as professional wrestling such as UCW. It's not just uh, some backyard group that rented a ring. This is this is the top-notch echelon of professional wrestling today, and Universal Championship Wrestling is where it's at. And you're talking about young talent coming in, and, and like you didn't need any more validation. You, you've got plenty of it. This just puts you over the top even more. You were instrumental in the development of the Usos. Uh, how did this happen, and what's your relationship with like uh, like with them currently? Well, we, we stay in contact, and it was great to see them in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, for SmackDown right before they won the tag team championship on the pay per view uh, January this year. But uh, I met them. Good grief! Uh, I guess it was in two thousand five, two thousand six. They had just started cutting their teeth in the business, and uh, Eddie Fatu um, Umaga was there, and he had worked for me in 97 and 98 with him and Rosie. Uh, they were the Samoan gangsters back in the day, uh, 
and they had just started, and Umada recognized me, and I said, hey, I'd like to bring these guys in. He goes, well, they could get a job tomorrow, but I want them to be like my brother, my grandfather, and everybody else, work their way into a spot before they get looked at, because you've got to be ready and hone your craft to be there. So they came in and wrestled for Global Championship Wrestling for like three years, and uh, it was, I enjoyed their documentary that was on the network, but it acted like that they just got trained and then went to work for Booker T and then went over to Florida Championship Wrestling before it was NXT. But, you know, they're not going to, you know, Mr. McMahon's not going to put over some independent group that they work for, but they won their first tag team belts um, working for Global Championship Wrestling. And we became friends as well as uh, in-ring competitors. Uh, I... I went against them as a baby face for a while with David Young from TNA. He was my tag partner. And then business kind of turned around, and I joined up with them, and we became Team Apocalypse. And we became like a uh, three-man team going on in six-man action all over the Southeast. And it was good. They were working for uh, Paul Bear, Paul Mooney at the time, too. But uh, they really enjoyed working for me because they actually got paid good and got a hotel room and that kind of stuff because I respected them. I knew they were going to be stars, not just because of their family lineage, part of the Samoan dynasty, but just because of their attitude, their look. And now look at them. They're uh, WWE SmackDown champions. And uh, I stay in contact with them. And the first action figure, which I won't let my daughter, she's four, I, I bought their uh, action figures from WWE when they were paint their face and that kind of stuff and I, I sent him a picture of her at two years old holding that now she still wants to open it because she goes hey there they are Josh and John <laughs> and it's so funny because she goes you know uh, Jay and whatever the other name they call them on TV uh, you know she goes that's not their name dad I was like yeah that's their name and uh, that's what they're on TV just because you know dad is Dan but he's mad dog when he's wrestling so <laughs> I've tried to get that into her four-year-old mind but you know those guys have had a great attitude and um, they've they had it hard you know no one gave them the silver spoon and the golden road and made them champions overnight they hung in there and were faces of in heels flip-flop back and forth kind of a hot potato situation with the belts but uh, they got great attitudes and, you know, really good workers, and they understand what it's like to be in this business and do what you got to do to survive. Because it's not easy, guys. If you're listening to this and you're a worker, well, how do I get to that next level? Well, there's a lot of steps to get there. But the first thing is you got to have good training and you got to be part of the basic. I, I got mad on sounds of pain, and I've been training guys since 94. And uh, I've, I've trained about 38 guys in that amount of time. And, the thing is, guys don't stop training once they get their 35 weeks in. That's just the foundation of building the house to get to the next level, to get matches, to get to that next level. You've got to get a good, firm foundation to start your professional wrestling career off right. Well, that's some fantastic advice. Dan, I'm going to go ahead and put a bow on top of this unbelievable interview that I've had with you. I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to speak with me, so I greatly appreciate it. It has been uh, truly phenomenal to listen to all your experience and to tell the fans about Universal Championship Wrestling and what they have to offer. And fans, do not miss your opportunity to not only meet Dan, but also see the tremendous action of Universal Championship Wrestling. Make sure you buy a ticket 
to Battle of the Belt show taking place on Saturday again, April the 6th in Griffin, Georgia. Buying a ticket is very easy. Go to their website. It's ucwtv.com. Again, ucwtv.com. You can also follow Universal Championship Wrestling on social media. It's at UCWTV and found out more about this fantastic independent wrestling company by buying future tickets for the shows that Dan mentioned, April 27th in Georgia, May 25th in Greenville, South Carolina. So again, Dan, congratulations on a very successful pro wrestling career and for being a part of the Red Hot Universal Championship Wrestling. Well, I thank you very much. It was a pleasure. I would love to come back sometime. But if you want to see what's going on in professional wrestling, wrestling is hot again. Everybody is, like, excited. Come see the top-notch independent professional wrestling show. You can get your tickets if you don't get them on Eventbrite. If you don't go to the website, you can buy them with cash or a debit card. The night of the show, this coming Saturday night, April the 6th, get there early. I think they open the ticket office at like 5 or 5.30 Eastern time. You can come there and be the first ones in line, get in. Don't forget the VIP packages. I don't have all the information with that, but if you want to be a part of that, you can get a VIP package and get in there early and meet the superstars of Universal Championship Wrestling this Saturday night in Griffin, Georgia. Taylor Street Gym, make sure you're there. Come check it out, the Battle of the Belts.